This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Congress is back in town for the final sprint between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and for the first year in recent memory, the legislative calendar does not include action to avoid a year-end government shutdown. The November continuing resolution pushed the government funding deadline into mid-January for several of the pending appropriations bills, but several items are still on the congressional agenda, including the National Defense Authorization Act and supplemental funding packages to satisfy Biden administration requests to assist Israel and Ukraine. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley says those items could all be on the table for lawmakers. I think you'll get the defense bill done before Christmas because uh, that's... uh for 64 years in a row, it's always been done by the end of the calendar year. So I think that's it. FAA reauthorization. Flood insurance needs to be done. And the appropriation bill, well, the appropriation bills don't have to be done by December 31st. But we ought to get that other stuff done. Farm bill action has yet to be announced at the committee or floor level by either chamber, but the Senate Ag Committee is expected to convene later this week for a confirmation hearing to consider a new USDA Rule Development Undersecretary and a new commissioner of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest. The biofuels industry hopes one of the year-end actions from Capitol Hill could be moving a bill to allow year-round nationwide sales of E15. The sector is backing a measure from Senators Deb Fisher and Shelley Moore Capito that would do just that. But Emily Score with Growth Energy says one major barrier remains. Well, you know, the roadblock really, it's, it's politics. Um, and so we have more support for year-round E15 legislation than we've ever had before, but we still have some hurdles um, that we need to overcome. We've got to get it through a committee. Um, and so, you know, we're working hard. It's been exciting, though, the past several weeks and months to be able to go to Capitol Hill, linking arms with a like the entire liquid fuel supply chain in a way that we really haven't done before on any other issues. Jeff Cooper with the Renewable Fuels Association says the search is on for a legislative route for the bill to take. I think that remains to be seen, and, and we're you know certainly letting our champions on the Hill Uh, and on the Senate side especially, kind of figure out what vehicle, what avenue makes the most sense uh, to try and move this thing. And and we know there's, you know, a couple things that have to pass between now and the end of the year. Several Midwestern governors are also awaiting final word from the Environmental Protection Agency on a petition to allow summer 2024 sales in their states. Cooper says that rulemaking could be here soon, but pending court action could also force the issue. So we think one way or the other, if if it's a judge telling EPA what the deadline is or if it's just EPA following through on their commitment. um, We're hopeful that by the end of this year uh, or early next year at the very latest, we're going to see that final rule. Finally today, hearings to reform the federal milk marketing order system are resuming this week after a Thanksgiving pause. Roger Cryan with the American Farm Bureau Federation says the slow pace of the process thus far means any tweaks that might come are a long way from being realized. If everything raced along, if things moved at, at uh, unprecedented speed, you might have some changes implemented in, in January of 2025. He says the next item on the agenda is an intricate proposal that will take time to review. We've gotten into this part of the hearing where they're considering class one differentials. There's a class one differential for every county in the country, every county in the lower 48 states anyway. That's the differential that sets the class one price for each county. National Milk has 
very detailed proposals. They've got a county by county proposal. They had a model done by, by a professor. The, they presented the model results, which is great. It's a good foundation for the department to look at. And they have proposed adjustments across the country and, and just about every county in the country. Brian says any changes from USDA will still need to go through the notice and comment process, as well as a referendum vote from dairy co-ops and producers. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. A new farm bill remains a top priority for more than 100 groups that know it impacts every American. Learn more at farmbillforamericasfamilies.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.